But this is the day right now. This day, a new day, July 13th, that we never seen before. We thank you for the morning glory. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you. We counsel accident, incident, and the hand of death be stayed far from us today. We bless your name. Hallelujah. You told us to continue to fight the good fight of faith. So we thank you that we're fighting. Hallelujah. We're fighting well. Glory to God. Father, we thank you that we ask you right now for forgiveness, God. Oh, God, deep, 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 deep things that we we have forgotten or we didn't even dealt with, but we release it today, Father. Thank you for showing us the matters of the heart that we can become clean and renewed. Hallelujah. Forgetting those things which are behind and we're pressing on in this morning. God, we thank you. We thank you that we let the dealings of the Lord come upon our life. Hallelujah. Every crooked road made straight. Let the dealings of the Lord come over the lives that that is in our circle. Those who have affected us. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We putting you all over it, God. We thank you, God. Hallelujah. We bless your name. We thank you, God. We thank you, Lord God. We thank you for the fire of God. Hallelujah. Burn anything that's not like you out of our lives right now in the name and blood of Jesus. Father, we thank you that through faith we can stand. Hallelujah. We know that through faith we understand. Hallelujah. That our household, come on, we put in the word. Our household is framed by the word of God. Come on, glory to God. Our children, our business, hallelujah, purpose, hallelujah, for that life is framed by the word of God, hallelujah, our tongue, hallelujah, will turn it, oh yes it is, we gonna talk right in this season because it's our tongue that's gonna turn it around for us, glory to God, we thank you God, we thank you for your mercy in the name and blood of Jesus, Father we forgive, hallelujah, we thank you God that you are the one that can do it and you do it to the extreme glory to God we thank you God we cover every household represented on this prayer line those who listen by way of the podcast or the text community father we cover them in the name and blood of Jesus we thank you that you are the source this morning you are the one that we can go to and we just giving you thanks this morning we thank you Lord God we thank you in it through it and out of it glory to God we thank you God hallelujah for your grace we thank you for healing we thank you for this body we thank you that that lack is not our portion hallelujah we thank you god for your divine exemption we thank you god hallelujah for your favor we thank you god for giving us supernatural immunity we thank you god that debt is canceled right now we thank you for land and acquisition in the name and blood of jesus there will be no premature death in the name and blood of jesus we thank you that we forgive hallelujah we thank you that we forgive in the name and blood of jesus we break generational curse we break cycles hallelujah in the name and blood of jesus we give you the praise god and we thank you 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 for life we thank you for health we thank you for this moment on the morning glory hallelujah you are the breath that we breathe we cancel accident incident and death come on we're commanding our day today today hallelujah glory to god thank you that we speak with the tongue of the learned in the name and blood of jesus and father we give you the praise we pray all of ephesians 1 17 through 19 open up our eyes god hallelujah we give you the praise that our eyes are open in the name and blood of jesus come on your eyes are open hallelujah thank hallelujah we thank god hallelujah our lord jesus christ the father glory may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of him the eyes of your understanding come on the eyes of your understanding the eyes of my understanding being enlightened that you and i we may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his 
inheritance in you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We thank you, God. God, we thank you. Hallelujah. We thank you for peace being a raging force guarding our hearts and our minds this morning. And we just give God the praise today because we know, God, you already done set us up. The entire day is set up. And that's why we can say all day today, it is good. Good day. Hallelujah. The day is good because God has made the day for us. He said, this is the day. If you don't know no other scripture, you can and say this is the day that the Lord has made and I will rejoice hallelujah I will rejoice hallelujah that is a commandment that you will rejoice hallelujah there's no hesitation you will rejoice glory to God hallelujah I will rejoice in today glory to God no matter what comes my way hallelujah glory to God father we thank you we thank you that the temperature changes glory to God there will no one would die because of the heat wave God even if it's a hundred degrees outside it'll be a 60 degrees on the inside we thank you that you even walked in the cool of the day come on so we gonna walk in the cool of the day glory to god we don't care what the temperatures are we're gonna walk in the coolness of the day in the name and blood of jesus father we give you the praise we take the limits off come on y'all we are taking the limits off of god and we trust in God. Father, we forgive those who have hurt us, wounded us, molested us, raped us. All that was negative impact to us. We forgive God. And we release God. We come against every deceptive, deceiving, manipulative in a spirit right now. In the name and blood of Jesus. And Father, we thank you. We thank you right now. We send the word of healing for those who are bound, those who are lost, those who are walking aimlessly in the hospital, mental institute, jail, and prison cell, Father. We thank you, God, that this prayer line, the We Believe God prayer line, is being exposed, oh my God, being exposed all over the world for those who can call in for healing and deliverance and a word of encouragement. Hallelujah. In the name and blood of Jesus. Thank you, God, hallelujah, that we come to you, hallelujah, as humbly as we know how. Humble God, we thank you, God, for everyone that thought it not robbery to listen live or wherever, whatever time of day that they get in contact with this prayer line, that they'll never be the cha- same. That is our prayer, God. We pray that those who listen, that they'll have a change, transforming life every day, a newness of the heart and mind every day, God, that they'll want to be more like you. Hallelujah. We thank Thank you, God, hallelujah, for your saving grace, my God. Thank you, God, hallelujah. We thank you, God, that you are able, God. We thank you, the God that made the heaven and the earth hallelujah that you cannot break your covenant glory to god and we thank you god hallelujah you are mighty god you are mighty in power and we give you the praise god we thank you that we are the obedient ones we come in a a compliance and agreement with your word and we thank you father we thank you right now that every evil thing fall dead to the ground now in Jesus name come on I said every evil thing fall dead to the ground now in Jesus name it will not work hallelujah and we know God that we're standing right now on your word and we thank you God We thank you, God, that we are standing in the gap for our friends and our loved ones. And we thank you, God. We thank you, God, right now that the way is already made. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Pastor 
Sheila, I hear you this morning. Glory to God. I'm going to go ahead and, and turn it over to you this morning. Glory to God. Because we know God is doing great and mighty things. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I don't know what you come to do like Mother Mary said. But I come to praise the name of Jesus. I come to lift him up. Let me tell y'all something. The more we go deep in the word, the the, the more uh, demonic attack is going to come upon you. I'm going to say that again. The more we keep going deep in the things of God, the greater the attack. Glory to God. Why? Because he don't want you to get to that place called there. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He wants you to come back to him. When Jesus wants us to stay living in him. Glory to God. Abiding in him. Glory to God. And we just thank God that he is on the arrival and he's getting his his church together. Glory to God. One thing I know about the word of God, the word of God will get you all the way together that if you want to get together, glory to God. And I just give God the praise today for each and every one of you who thought it not Robert to get up today as we deal with the matters of the heart. Glory to God. The, the life things, things that we have kept in secret and in private. It's affecting our hearts. It's affecting our health. And God wants us to come clean with everything. Hallelujah. Bring it all to him. Bring it all. Bring all the mess out of you. Glory to God. So God can deal with you so you can live a life of Christ here on this side of heaven. Because you may be the only Jesus somebody will see today. And then when they see you, glory to God, they'll say, what must I do to be saved? I need some of what you got. Hallelujah. Silver and gold, I may not have, but what I have, glory to God, I give to you. And that is Jesus. Hallelujah. And we just give God the praise today because God is doing what he does best. And I love saying it. Just be God. Be God in this situation. Glory to God. Just be God. Hallelujah. That means you move yourself out of the way and you let him be God. Glory to God. Come on, Pastor Sheila. Glory to God. Oh, good morning, saints. Good morning, saints of God. Oh, we just glorify God and we give him all the honor and the glory. You know, the word of God has already uh, been spoken this morning. Uh, That was a, a minister. Tasha just delivered a message to us right there in that little in those little few minutes that was a message you know y'all need to make sure that your ears are open to hear and to receive because there is deliverance taking place every day that we come on this line don't miss your moment don't miss your opportunity for God to move in your life don't have your hearts, your minds, and your ears, and your eyes closed. But open up your hearts, your mind, your soul, and your spirit. Your eyes and your ears to the Lord God Almighty. You know, and allow Him to move by His Holy Spirit in your lives every day, throughout the day. Hallelujah. Because God only just wants to move on this prayer in the morning glory. But even after we have closed this line down, God still wants to do a continuation of what he started in you. Oh, every day, every day, the newness of life in Christ Jesus should take hold of you. You should receive a part of the newness of life every day because we are striving for perfection in Christ Jesus. When we close our eyes, we will have reached the point of no sin, the point of perfection. Hallelujah, our spirit man has been perfected in Christ Jesus and we are ready. Oh, for death and for me, it's ready to die and fit to die that we can live again in Christ Jesus that we can see him in peace 
So, you know, let us take heed to the word that's coming forth this morning. Glory to God every day. Pay attention, close attention to the prayer that's coming forth. Because, you know, in the prayer, that's a word too. There's something in the prayer that can bring deliverance to you. There's uh, words that are being spoken as a petition, a prayer goes up before the Lord. There is a portion in there for you to receive, to bring joy, to bring peace, to bring deliverance, to make your soul happy. Hallelujah. So let's pay attention and not be all distracted and everything in prayer is going for. But let us sit still and be in agreement with prayer. Let us pray as well. Be in the spirit. Be in the spirit. Come when we come. Hallelujah. Come with a mindset to receive and a heart ready to receive by the spirit of the true and the living God. So we bless the name of Jesus this morning. Glory to God. Do we have uh, an appointed teacher this morning? Is there someone coming forth this morning to speak? Hallelujah. Yeah, Taze will continue uh, the matter okay. of, uh, of the heart. I'm telling you, Pastor Sheila, um, this, it, you know, it may appear that it's not doing something, but these messages, I promise everyone, is doing something. <laughs> Glory Amen. to God. Amen. It really is, is doing something. Um, someone um, was on the prayer line yesterday, and they reached out to me, um, and they wanted to know why I, I said a prayer, and I said... Um, a certain thing after that and I said it was nothing done in, intentionally if you felt like I was trying to um, expose a, a, a church or a pastor or a minister or what like that I said I was praying and you know we got to stop with all this secret stuff you know that is what's best been keeping us hell bound glory to God and and like you like we said we're we exposing us now if you are in the crossfire of us exposing us, then that means you need to get it, get it together too. Glory to God, Hallelujah! Because you know what, communication is is several ways, and and fighting is not you fighting yourself. You are fighting with the spirit behind the 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 person that be, is that's being used. Hallelujah! I I remember ministering the word. Are you working for the oppositioner? Because, see, sometimes we don't know we're working for the opposition, which is the devil. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. So we got to, you know, you know, make sure, you know, I, 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 like I told them, I said, you know, that was a download from the Spirit of God when I said, I got cover. I got a pastor here that I'm connected to. God, you know, God want us to be held accountable Glory to God, and I thank God for me being held accountable because I know you and my own biological mama would jack me up if y'all know I'm going somewhere, hallelujah, and that's not of God. So I just thank God, Amen. you know, for this prayer line. We may be small, but we are potent, glory to God, hallelujah. I'm going to say that again. We may be small, but we are potent. And like I said on um, to this um, person, I said, one of the things when it comes to the body of Christ, we may not know what part of the body that we're in, but we still part of the body. We may not be in, in the building, but we still part of the body. That part of the body may have an infection. So guess what? All the blood go towards that infection to kill it. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So we need to learn to not put our mouth on people when we think that we're doing harm. No, we're trying to get the, the infection out of that particular part of the body. Amen. My God. So stop saying that you not part of the body because I'm not in agreement with your mess. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Come on, Come on, Hallelujah. I'm still part of the body of Christ. 
And guess what? Some wounds need to stay open so the air can heal it. Come on. So we live a life of openness before Christ this morning, knowing that God wants us to be healed for real. Not having a bandage over it and then letting infection build up. No, he wants us to be healed for real. And I pray that everyone that listen that comes on the podcast or the text community, when you hear these, hear these messages, that you can open up your heart and receive. Glory to God. God don't want you in the dark you're the light and light expels darkness and it's time for you to come out in jesus name so i know tay's man that message yesterday um the new heart um i have been saying god every day that's gonna be my declaration that my heart is new today every day because i don't want my heart to be tainted i don't want my heart to to be infected by things of the world, the cares of the world, and even, you know, life itself. So my heart is new today. Amen. 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 I shared the message with a sister, and I was on the phone too about um, 10 minutes to 11 with her. I got on the phone that evening. We were on the phone to almost 11 o'clock last night. I kept trying to hang up, but I couldn't. <laughs> and I shared the message with her last night, last night. But I, and I blessed the Lord and, and it brought forth deliverance to her, which I said some other, other things to her as well. But she said, I feel so much better now and I got understanding of some things and I, I don't want to hang up because I tried to hang up way before. 10 minutes to 11, but you know, she just wouldn't hang up the phone, wouldn't let me get off, but it was just gone. But we're not going to prolong the time. We're going to allow Taze to come in and deliver the message, continue uh, the message uh, with whatever the Lord has given to her this morning. We're just going to give her the, the, um, Give the floor over, turn the floor over to her, Minister Taze. Good morning, everybody. Well, I bless the Lord um, this morning um, because um, just in these last couple of days and even just doing this studying, uh, you know, just like I said, it, you are the first participant, you know, and I've been asking God to help me examine myself because you know all our faith is uh is on trial at this time and but even though it's on trial purpose will prevail but we still have to do our part you know because uh, i'm seeing that you know i don't want to just be a hero of the word i want to be a doer and i want to act actively apply the word of god uh to my life so I can just be in that place where he wants me to be. And this new heart, I'm going to continue there because that's where I'm still laid at uh, because it's applying to me because I, I, it opened up some stuff that I just said, oh, God. And even with the study uh, last night talking about the council culture, it is so important um, to mm. that, you know, the, let the word of God be our final authority, especially in this time where right is wrong and wrong is right, um, and how we still have to um, stand up and, and, and speak the unadulterated word of God without compromising. Because when you're in the forefront, you know, uh, you can't talk about certain things, you know anymore because it's offensive because as we know there's so many things being pushed on us uh, in our children in our society and saying that we must accept this but uh the way they brought this out uh about the council culture it, it's a hard matter you know we got to stand up in these these days you know um uh, and 
the days are evil and we should not be ashamed of, of the gospel but the heart all that um, plays into our like I said synonymous with our emotion and our will and everything so we need to actively uh, uh, judge things uh, based on the word of God and not by what we're seeing and hearing and just do not compromise so I'm gonna go to Proverbs 23 and 26 um, this chapter is dealing with the heart um, because it's much to say about the human heart uh, and the heart in scripture signifies the seat of the affections also of wisdom and understanding it is the center of man's being by nature the human heart is evil according to Genesis 6 and 5 and Genesis 8 and 21 it is deceitful and wicked Jeremiah 17 and 9 and the words of our key verse which is Proverbs 23 and 26 which was spoken by Solomon who was speaking in the name of wisdom and wisdom is just another name for the Lord Jesus Christ 1 Corinthians 1 and 30 it is the Lord himself therefore who says unto you and to me my son or daughter give me your heart so with that being said there are uh, three truths I'm going to talk about there is a relationship the Lord says my son is the creator he is addressing both men and women everywhere for you know he wants all of us to come into a more deeper and more intimate sense in him um which we need to become the children of God, which is indicated in Galatians 3 and 26. Then there, number two, there is a request. My son, give me. So what that is saying, the petitioner is God who is asking us to give him um, my heart, which really means myself, the whole being. So he want everything, you know, because our life don't belong to us. We don't have no opinion. We need to go and seek God for everything. We just want to give him a little bit of ourselves. He want our mind, our will, our emotions. He want everything. Um, and all of those things are connected to the heart. And the fact that God seeks us out and asks for our heart of our love proves his great love for us. Number three, there is also a requirement. Give me your heart. No gift is acceptable to God until we have given him our hearts. Even if we pray or give our money, he will not accept these unless we have first given ourselves to him. According to Proverbs 15 and 8, Proverbs 28 and 9. God wants our hearts. He wants us he want all of us not some of us he want all of us so the scriptures that i brought out yesterday was still um the second scripture still is ezekiel 36 26 through 28 and you know talking about the heart again god wants our hearts in order to exchange them according to ezekiel 36 and 26 the lord says he will give us a new heart he remove from you your heart of stone. This is the message of the gospel, and we ask why we need a new heart. And the answer is, he wanted to remove that stony heart. Verse 25 tells us that our heart is unclean, and verse 26 tells us that our heart is hard and therefore cold. So in exchange, God offered us a clean heart, you know, uh, a true and tender warm heart. He does not offer to patch up the whole heart. He's not going to patch it up. He said, old things, you know, have passed away. So when we come into Christ, everything that we used to do in our past, it's old. That's the old man. He's he's creating in us a new creature, new heart, and new everything. So um, he wants us to give him our old heart so to allow him to give us a new one. Then he wants our heart in order to empower them. In Ezekiel 36 and 27, the Lord says, I will put my spirit in you and move you to follow my decrees and be careful to keep my laws. 
God give us a new piece of machinery within, but he also give us a power to drive that machinery. We cannot be moved to follow his decrees on our own. We cannot do it on our own. We need God and we also need the Holy Spirit to enable us um, to be able to uh, persevere. This is what the Christian life is all about. We cannot live it, but God says he will come in and dwell within us so that we can walk in his ways and please him. He wants our heart in order to establish them. In Ezekiel 36 and 28, God says, you will live in the land. The primary reference in this word is for Israel's restoration. You know, because for years, the Jews have been scattered all over the earth. And the Bible promises that in the end, they would go back to their own land to live. And that is a parable for us. Our heart has been wandering over the earth and there has been nowhere to rest but God said give me your heart and I will cause you to live in the land I will establish it the trouble with our hearts is that they wander and they cannot rest but David knew the blessing of a steadfast heart according to Psalms 57 and 7 and 112 and 7 something we need in these days of crisis and calamity and fear because we see what's happening you know and it's causing fear across the whole entire world but there is another reason that we need to have our hearts established as mentioned in Hebrews 13 and 9 let's follow verse 8 the reason we have a steadfast heart is because we are united with the one who never changes God never changes he never leaves us. We never. He never forsakes us. It's us getting in the way, not God. He is always constant. So we must make a concerted effort just to give everything to him and ask him every day to make our hearts new so he can establish it. He wants our heart in order to enrich them. According to Ezekiel 36 and 28, God says, you will be my people and I will be your God. This is too wonderful to be true because if I am his and he is mine, how rich are we? Let's look at Ezekiel 36, 29 and 30 and note that God promises to provide the corn, the fruit of the tree and the increases in the field. In other words, according to Philippians 4:19, if you have not done so, Will you give your heart that he may enrich it? We need to just give everything to him. And in order for us to continue to, like I said, to continue to have that new heart, we need to just get into his presence on a daily basis uh, in his word um, so that he can help give us that new heart every day. Um, the heart of forgiveness the heart of obedience uh, and just being able to do his will uh, let's look at old habits and behaviors that we need to leave behind what are some positive and new behaviors that we need to embrace uh, to uh, and give to the Lord in order for him to help creating us a new heart and a new spirit you know we need to continue uh in prayer and asking god to help us you know just release everything all negative things and 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 go boldly into our future uh we need to confess to him you know let him know that we have not been perfect you know or perfectly obedient and sometimes we go astray and we you know what we thought we were doing right we, we haven't been doing right we need to continue to ask for forgiveness and help us to listen and obey and remove our heart of stone and give us a heart of flesh so that we may know him and obey him and like I said everything is synonymous uh, which is really what's been staying with me and I say Lord I need you to help me Sister Hayes you know with my feelings, with my will, and my intellect. I need 
me to just truly give everything to you for real, you know, um, and be healed for real and trust you for real and, you know, not just be saying it with my mouth. I want to just just do it and without even blinking and having that nevertheless attitude. And some actions we can take to continue to help us uh, allow God to uh, keep um renewing and giving us a new heart is by reading more devotionals, read related Bible passages, and explore ways to guard our heart because in these last and evil days, we really have to guard our hearts and to keep it pure, to keep it loving, and keep it soft toward the Lord. Um, and I just want God to just be the first and foremost center in my life and everything because I can't make it without him you can't make it without him and we're going to need him more and more in these last days so again you know the four chambers of our heart we need to make sure we have a humble heart we need to make sure we have a believing heart we need to make sure we have a loving and obedient heart because the springs of life, according to Proverbs 4.23. It says, keep your heart vigilant with heart with all vigilance, for from it flows the springs of life. Um, so many people associate the heart purely with feelings and emotions, but the heart includes our feelings, but it goes so much deeper. The heart is the control center of our life. And we just need to make sure that our four chambers of our heart is functioning the way God want us uh, and design it to function um, for his glory. And I just ask God, you know, um, I repent and just ask him to have mercy on me and all of us and creating us this new heart in the right spirit uh, within us, Father God, today and help us to just keep going into the deeper things and let our destiny prevail in this last and evil day to Father God because we need you and we cannot do it without you um yes. from hurts um words spoken over ourselves or and about others and sometimes our own self you know um just turn our heart back to God Lord all I ask is that is creating us this new heart, Father God. Help us to keep looking to you um, and knowing that, you know, we cannot do it on our own. And it takes our faith, you know, and faith is just trusting you uh, blindly, uh, even when we're unsure. Um, but we need you, you know, on this journey um, because our heart needs to be renewed on a daily basis. So I'm just going to leave you guys with, you know, continue to seek the Lord every day and ask him to search our heart and make sure anything that is not like him, um, even the deep things, the things that we have forgotten about, just uprooted and give us the clean heart and the mind and the will uh, to just go after him wholeheartedly in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Bless the name of the Lord. Glory to God. Um, great lesson and words of wisdom. Hallelujah. Coming forth from my dear sister Taze that we can take heed to. And I'm sure, glory to God, everybody took notes and some part of it hits you harder than others. So, you know, we just bless the name of the Lord. Not only um, did she teach us that we need a new heart, but even how to receive a new heart, uh, how to examine the heart, how to examine ourselves uh, according to the word of God, not our own judgment, but the, um, put the word you know, on us. Turn the spotlight of the word upon us and see if we come up to stand it with the word. So, you know, there were a lot of golden nuggets there. And I know that there are 
comment from somebody want to just tell us, you know, your what you learned out of the word. So the floor is open for comments at this time. Um, Pastor Sheila, one of the things, this Minister Matt, one of the things that I'm learning um, on this journey, the um, when it comes to the um, matters of the heart, the question is, um, how do you know if your heart has been um, affected for, for good or bad? Um, what what does it take for you to get to that place to to understand that something is not right and you need to have I, I read Psalms 57 and 7 saying that you have a fixed heart meaning that you know your eyes is fixed trusting God but I, I'm learning on this on this walk that sometimes we may not even know our heart has been affected and and how do we get that I know I, uh, Sister Tay said that we need to, you know, be reading the word um, and getting in the word a lot. And my thing is, what happened with me is that, you know, my heart, my heart was right in the right place. What when I was in this position, I I was doing everything right, but then again, found out that you know manipulation was behind it and it was not going to get to what I desire to be like say for instance you know I desire to be married and you're in a relationship with someone and you're coming out the gate saying this is the purpose I'm dating for a purpose right I'm dating for a purpose that the, the dating will end into marriage but then the it doesn't end in marriage and then you don't been in there 30 years and something that never turned out to what the, the original purpose was so now uh, after you know what wakes you up when you realize that you've been bamboozled and um, so how do we you know how do we not fall back into that entrapment that that trickery Uh, when it comes to things like that because she talked a lot about feelings and you know from the female perspective a lot of times we make judgments based on our feelings and our emotion and 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 I really would like for us you know to start dealing with those things you know how do we you know make our feelings come in agreement with the word of God because it is part of us um so I, I just want to, I don't know if there is an answer for that because nobody wants to, you know, feel, and that's that word again, feel betrayed or feel used or, um, I, ho- I hope y'all understand what I'm saying. How do we get to that? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it's it still comes through the word of God. You know, wh- one thing that we have to understand when we come to Jesus you know what we come to Jesus with a, with, with a bunch of garbage and the day we get saved we are not completely delivered uh, before we got saved there were emotions and feelings and things that we didn't know existed and um, you know and we came there, was some, there are some things when we come to Jesus we instantly delivered from it we won't go back to it. We won't do it. But we still have to understand that sometimes there are deep-rooted things in us, things from our childhood and, and uh, things from adulthood experiences and those things. And they have, sometimes they have a driving force because we don't know that they're there. And then sometimes we know they're there. We don't know how... <laughs> excuse me, to rid ourselves of it. But the more that we come into the knowledge of truth, the more that we read the word, the more that we give ourselves over to the righteousness of God, the more begin to surface, the more we get delivered. And then our eyes and ears of understanding come open 
and we know that we are in trap. We know that this is not right. But and then we have the opportunity then to deal with what is within. Then we can admit our emotion. We can admit and we begin to see. And when we do that, deliverance begins to come. And we know then what was there. We see. We are blinded to some things that are within us. The hardest thing for us to see is ourselves. We can see it in others uh, quickly. We can identify it. But the hardest thing to see is ourselves. And so that's why the word of God comes. That's why we have true people of God in our life and ministers. And even when we don't know we're bound, God has intercessors and travailers. He has people praying and interceding on our behalf. Because we sometimes in position where even if God speaks to us, we will not adhere because we can't see. Oh, that ain't a part of me. I'm not doing that. Because I'm doing what's right. I'm, I'm ministering. I'm praying. I'm fasting. I attend service. I'm, I'm under leadership and I'm in two, under tutelage. I'm following it. And we think we are doing what's right. Like Jeremiah 17 said, the, it, it tells us that the heart is wicked and it's very deceptive. And our hearts can deceive us. But when we want, we come to the place of total surrender. We want God. We want God. We want to serve him in spirit and in truth. Then deliverance comes and the things and the knowledge of the heart began to surface. Just like all of us right now. As long as I know Christ, I just told y'all, something surfaced that I thought was gone. I did not know it was that. It was lying dormant. And twice it surfaced. The first time I kind of ignored it a little bit. Didn't give it a serious, serious thought. But the second time when it came, I'm like, oh no. Oh no. This is still there. So I had to deal with that aspect of my heart. That desire it was a desire, that desire in my heart. I had to deal with it. But all this time has been laying dormant. And I had to go to God. I'm like, oh, no. And I began to pray. And I gave it over to the Lord. I said, God, I need you to deal with it. Because I can't. And then now things we try to fix. Things we try to do. So, you know, we can do everything that's right. But it comes, it, we get to a breaking point. We get to a point where we conquer the things in righteousness and then we are delivered and they are no more. A lot of us have been in, in ministry and we have been among people and we are being deceived. It's not what we think it is. But that come because of the righteousness in our heart. Remember, God looks on the heart and man looks on the outer appearance. We appear to be okay, but God knows that we are not where we need to be. And, you know, we have been in ministries that were a deception. I was in a ministry which I thought was holiness, but it was spiritualism, you know. It wasn't of God. But because of the righteous desire in my heart to know God, he opened that thing up, he broke it open, and he delivered my family out of it. We were all in it. He delivered us out of it. So there is a breaking point. And, you know, there is no one answer to give to everybody except for this. That if you desire to live holy, just, and righteous, Minister Tate said, I don't want to be just a hearer of the word, but a doer of the word. And when we reach that that point right there, when we want to be a doer of the word, not hearers only, 
our true deliverance come forth and God let us see what's in the heart, what we're stuck in, the deception, what's the evil around our eyes come open and we are in the know of what's going on in us and around us. So you know what? I can't say you're going to experience this and the other sister going to experience this and the brother going to experience this, but I can say this. When we come to that place that Minister Page spoke right there, right there, our desire, our desires become to be doers of the word and not hearers only. When we reach that pinnacle, it, it, there's a place right there. I, I have to, we're going to get into other things, but right there. But it's still a matter of the heart. We want Jesus when we get saved. We want to change when we get saved because we're sick and tired of being sick and tired. But we have to come to that place. Minister Taze taught us on this morning. And that's a very key factor. You know, she said she's saying she wants a new heart. But the key is to be doers of the word and not hearers only. So therefore, that's the breaking point right there. That's when everything is revealed. Anything that will keep us from being doers of the word, God begins to reveal it, unravel it, unfold it. It's in the open, whether it's in us or someone else is called. It's just like you said, in your transparency and being transparent when God begins to reveal like you, your answer to the person was, if they're in the in the past, then you know what they're gonna be exposed as well. I'm 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 exposing myself and being transparent for me, not trying to talk about it tomorrow or defame anybody. But if you're there in the crossfire, my transparency and my deliverance, so be it. They will be exposed. So, you know, we we come to this place right then and there, but know this. And God, when we desire to know the truth and to serve God wholeheartedly, I'm going to say it again. Man looks on the outer appearance, but God looks on the heart. Yeah. You know, when we begin this study, we say it. God didn't harden Pharaoh's heart. God moved according to what was in Pharaoh's heart to bring his purpose forward. To bring his will forward. So God moves according to what's in our heart. He's not going to allow us to stay bound. We have a desire for righteousness and to know him. Look at people who. Maybe you know somebody. Maybe not. But I'm sure mother does. People who were stuck. In various things of unrighteousness but yet their heart was right it's just like you minister Tasha you said I did that which was right which I knew to do was right but yet I was bound in something but right now look at you now your desire was for God yeah. so he revealed the innermost beings of yourself to you and expose the enemy that was inflicting you and what has he done he has brought you out so therefore it's the beginning of the newness of life and in, to keep your heart from being hardened to keep you from the wiles of the devil and the plots and plans and the devices of Satan we're talking about you, me, and all of us that live on this line and listen to these messages. We are here that God can complete the work of our heart. You know, I said we're in the spirit. He's our spiritual cardiologist right now. In every matter of our heart, every condition of our heart of being, of being dealt with here. 
we are no longer bound unless we want to remain bound. We would no longer have these heart conditions unless it's our desire. Um, Minister Tays talk about the, the desires and the emotion, the seed of our emotion. Right. You know, you said when we enter into something, our desire is to be married and it don't pan out that way. Well, that was our desire. And there's nothing wrong with having that desire, but sometimes we try to help God fulfill those things. Yeah. And we connect ourselves to wrong people, wrong places, and wrong things sometimes. And because we are doing that which is right, we don't see that we are connected to wrong people, wrong places, and wrong things. It takes God to open up our eyes and ears what? Through the Word, by the Word, by His Spirit, you know, for us to see we are connected wrong people, wrong places, and wrong things. And then what? He breaks the yokes and loose the shackles off our lives. He removes the veils of our heart that keep us from what? Completely surrendering to him. So I, that's the only way that I know to explain it to you. Yeah. But each one of us will have a different a different experience in 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 our deliverance, in our hearts being made whole and healed, because what we've all done different things and experienced different things. None of us walked the same path. And even if we did the same thing, we didn't do it. Oh, Pastor um, Sheila, I got Exactly in the same manner. I got to say this, Pastor Sheila, because when you were talking, Oh, God brought it back to me. I, matter of fact, he told me to write this down. The The desire is a force, right? Yes, and, be, yes. and because desire is a force, desire is all part of the emotional side. And as you was talking, mm-hmm. he was sh- showing me. I d- The desire was a force. And even though I was desiring to be married and still live a life of righteousness with God, right? When 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 the desire of what your desire and not his desires, there's a difference. When when, it's, difference. when yeah. it's your desire and now your desire has superseded God's desire, that that force has been now being um manipulated by the emotional side that the enemy is playing with your emotion and you can't see it because you think you're doing all the right things until you all the way out out there and you don't even know it that's why it's important for people and i thank god i gotta have a praying mama a praying sister because sometimes like you said when you are in it you can't see it because desire is a force it's like a it's like a blinder it's like a uh it's like a fall and 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 you know even though the bible said he that knows to do good and does it not is sin but because that desire that desire mm-hmm. is having a strong hold on you that you don't know you are you all the way out in sin but guess what? I, I got to say this, and then I'm going to give you guys back the floor. Every time something was done that was um, not in agreement with the word of God, God really was giving me symptoms. I never felt comfortable. It was almost like, you know, some people don't know that they had a heart attack, even if it was a slight one, unless they go to the doctor and the doctor, there's that EKG or uh, uh, they even put dying you. And they said something happened right here. You had a heart attack right here because they can tell by something being disturbed. I need y'all to hear me and the Holy Ghost this morning. There was something disturbed right here that took your rhythm off beat. And I 
I tell y'all, as, as Pastor Sheila was talking, God was just dealing with me. I was giving you signs right then and there. I, I, I said to y'all, I've been somewhere nine years and nine years been uncomfortable. I've been uncomfortable. I never dealt with the uncomfortability. I just thought that well, God was, you know, making me uncomfortable to deal, to stay, stick in. But he just reminded me this morning, I was giving you telltale sign that you were having mild strokes, my God, right where you were, and you wasn't even paying attention. You were about to have a major one that was going to take you out. My, Y'all get this mic from me. Go right ahead. Well, you know, we, we, we just blessed the Lord. We, Jesus, as women, you know, we are comforters. We are, we are builders. Um, we are receptors. We have a tendency. We are fixers. 